Greetings from your host Ken Wen. This is the Badger Herald podcast. Hello and welcome to the show. Before we dive into our conversation today, would you please tell our audience a little bit about who are you and what do you do at the Badger Herald? I'm Anne. I have been writing for the Herald since I was a freshman, my first semester. I started out just as a columnist for opinion, and then from there, I was an associate opinion editor for a couple months, and then I became the opinion editor with another editor, and then I became the opinion editor with Ken, with you. And currently, I am the chair of the editorial board, the print features editor, and I'm also a member of the board. I guess, ironically, journalism is not what I'm studying. I'm an econ major, and I'm also doing international studies in French. That's great. Typically speaking, a lot of people at the Herald are journalism students. What made you, I want to know, and I'm sure our audience as well, is what made you join the Herald, even if you know, you're not a journalism student? Honestly, I wrote for my high school newspaper, and so I figured that I wasn't really sure which clubs I wanted to do, and I figured that the Herald would be a good way to get involved and a way to continue something that I was doing in high school and was already familiar with. And I kind of sought the Herald out by uh, going to the org fair and going up to their table, putting my email down and just saying I was like interested in everything. And so even though I wasn't planning on studying communications or journalism, I was always planning on getting involved. To follow up on that, what made you join opinion section in the first place as opposing to other sections like news, sports and such? What made you switch from opinion to doing features? For me, opinion offered the most freedom to write about what I wanted to do since, you know, e-com is kind of what I've always been interested in. And also poli-sci related to that. I thought that this would allow me to kind of write about Wisconsin politics, local politics, and what was going on on campus. I felt that news was a little bit more rigid and I just appreciated like the flexibility with opinion and that I could really write about anything I wanted to. And I remember the opinion editor at the time, like showing me examples of past columns. And I thought that that related more to what I saw myself doing at the Herald prior to joining. And so I kind of stuck with it. And once you go opinion, you can't really go back. <laughs> These are, you know, editorial standards, of course, but I, I came to really love it. And that's why I stuck with the section for as long as I did. And then I changed to print features since and I guess I've been with opinion for like two years now and I wanted to change and features has a huge opportunity to kind of design the paper each time we print or each time we publish. And I kind of want to challenge myself with that. And I'm excited to see how it goes. So looking back, like you, you said, you have been with the Herald for quite some time now. What are some of your best or worst memories at the Herald? You could also talk about the opinion articles you have written or just things you have done at the Herald in general. I mean, I have to say it's hard to find a bad memory. So I truly only have good ones. So I'll stick to that. I mean, I, there's so many memories, just like even having random conversations with other staffers or at any of like our social events that we do. So I have great memories from that. But I would say what stands out to me the most is like something that I hope every columnist gets the opportunity to get. It's the opportunity to have. I wrote some article, I guess this was for our mail home last year. I wrote about voting as an out-of-state student, which was 
a pretty difficult task in a normal year, but was also hard because of COVID and going home. And I'm not sure how familiar anyone or everyone is with this, but um, if you don't have a government issued photo ID that's issued by the Wisconsin government or Wisconsin photo ID, you have to like get one out Union South or students have to get one at Union South. And um, I was gonna do that and then we got sent home. So it was just like kind of a nightmare, like figuring out how to vote. Thankfully I was able to, don't worry. But I wrote an article about that for our mail home. A couple months later, maybe like two months before the election, I get an email from a reporter at the Globe and Mail, which is a Canadian newspaper that I never heard of. No offense to Canadian listeners, but I get an email and I'm like thinking it's like spam because I didn't recognize the newspaper, I didn't recognize the reporter's name. And he asked me to like talk about my experience for an article he was doing. And I was like, okay, sure. Like I, I might as well, if this is legit. And I looked him up and it was, I spoke to him on the phone and then I like got my photo taken for this article. And I, my photo was in it twice, even though I was only quoted once. And it was this huge feature about just like voter obstacles in Wisconsin. And it made me realize that my articles have reached beyond like just the campus and even just the community and that the Herald really is like a source for just any issue that impacts students. And I guess my view on what student journalism is and was at that time was very limited. And that just really, I mean, it made me proud of my article. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that, but it also just made me proud to be writing for the Herald and proud to be a student journalist because it just showed me like the reach that we have. And like I said, I hope that every columnist and every writer gets that feeling because it just like, it just showed me that like I have the ability to talk to people and communicate what's going on in my life and make that relevant to everyone. As a fellow student journalist, I definitely understand. I know the sense of accomplishment when someone says something about your piece um, and you know like it's impacting their life and thoughts and I think that's just something amazing. Are there any other things that you would like to share with the audience as a student journalist? I would say that as a freshman, I was like very nervous to get involved like with the Herald at first. I mean, it's like a pretty impressive publication. And then a lot of like the staff at the time I thought was like older than me and just like smarter than me and more accomplished. And so I kind of was a bit introverted at first when I joined. So my advice to anyone listening that wants to join the Herald or even join any like newspaper or student org would be to get involved as fast as possible. I'm glad to hear that. And um, thank you for the uh, encouraging message to our audience. To touch on that, I definitely agree. Like you said, we're exactly like a family. I remember when I guess started, I received lots of support from the editors, my fellow writers as well. And in the past semester, in the spring semester, I'm really glad that we were together because we were such a good team. But as you take on this uh, new role and new adventure, I just, I'm very excited to see where that leads you and wish you the best of luck. Wow, thanks so much. <laughs> So hi, Audrey. Welcome to the Badger Herald podcast. Before we start our conversation, would you please briefly introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what do you do at the Badger Herald? My name's Audrey. I'm uh, going to be a sophomore this semester, this year, 
and I'm the digital editor of the Badger Herald. Last semester, I was a news associate, so I just like pitched ideas and assigned stories out to reporters. And then the semester before that, I was a reporter. So I've kind of just like worked my way up and learned the ins and outs of the Badger Herald. Do you you mind me asking, uh, what are you planning to study at the university? I'm studying journalism and anthropology, and then I'm going to get a certificate in Middle Eastern studies. So what made you decide to join the Badger Herald? Because I'm studying journalism, I think that's it's really important to be involved in a newspaper, and I was the editor of my high school newspaper. And I wanted to report and then also just kind of like learn editing techniques. I know the Badger Herald uses AP style editing. And so I thought that was really would be a good thing to get under my belt for when I apply or get into the journalism school. That all happened. and I've learned so much from the Badger Herald and made a lot of friends during COVID, which is really important to me. Cool. I'm glad you're able to continue your passion about writing, able to make a lot of friends at the Herald. Honestly, I feel the same way because I started writing for the Herald during quarantine. And then even though I haven't met any of you guys in person and it was just, it still feels like I'm just meeting with friends, even though I'm meeting them for the first time. I know you haven't been with the Herald for a very long time, you know, given that you will, you have been with us for about a year. But in this, you know, in the time that you have been with the Herald, what are some of your most memorable experiences at the Herald? You could talk about articles of your written or just uh, your experiences or stories in general. I think what was really unique with my experience is I got to do all of it during COVID, which obviously is like limited a lot of the things I could do, a lot of the people I could meet. But it also made the stories I was writing really new you know all these new scientific just like discoveries blood drives convalescent plasma a lot of things having to do with covid were going on and so i wrote a story about the plasma drive that was happening on campus for donating convalescent plasma for convalescent plasma treatment so i got to talk to the health director his name is Bill Hartman, about that. And then I also got to talk to Brody Andes. He was the student that had the idea for it and was working with Dr. Hartman to get everything together. And it was a super successful drive. Like, I was really proud of that story I wrote. And then it was maybe April. I was actually at the Nick and I was just doing a workout. And Mary Magnuson Slack messaged me and was like, hey, did you order something to the office? And I was like, no, because I hadn't even been to the office, so I didn't even know where it was. I didn't know the address, so I was like, no. And then she was like, oh, well, then someone sent you something. And I was like, okay, that's kind of odd, but obviously I was curious, so I walked over there. And it was like this huge box full of T-shirt. There was a baseball bat, a baseball like travel mugs and a card from the National Blood Fund saying thank you so much you're like a COVID healing hero like thank you for writing this article like we read it which was really meaningful to me because I just kind of thought it was like a school online newspaper like obviously some people are going to read it but I never thought it would get to the National Blood Fund so that was really cool and then even just at a protest with Erin we were covering it together and she said that she 
she just like randomly brought up that she used that same article. So I think it's really cool that it's reaching audiences that I wasn't expecting it to reach. And I would not call myself a COVID healing hero, but it felt really important that I spread word and was getting acknowledged for that. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a very memorable, a great experience for you. I'm happy that you have had that experiences and as a herald, as a heralder, as we say it. I think a lot of us kind of agreed when we start writing for the Herald, we, de- we just thought like exactly like you. It's a student newspaper, you know, just write articles, practice your writing, getting some writing skills improved. But then as we write, we started to realize what we write do have the impacts beyond campus. In the conversation with Anne, she mentioned one of her articles got into like Canada and then they're doing like a lot of cool work there and then they reached out to her. I have written an opinion piece but I had a professor who worked for a really high profile think tank reached out to me. He said, good article. Thank you so much for writing this. I wrote the article on the Mifflin Gathering, had some controversial comments, but a lot of people gave me the positive feedback. Said, hey, thank you so much for writing this. We really need uh, to hold people accountable, to follow COVID-19 protocols and all that. I can definitely agree that it's it's a great feeling to have your work acknowledged. And like I said, I'm ha- just happy for you that you have had that. What are some other things that you would like to share with the audience? Well, I have always been a very liberal person and I identify as a Democrat politically, but I was never like, super well educated. Like I never did my own research until this past year when I feel like I think a lot of people got into doing political research, obviously, because this was the first election I could vote in, the first presidential election I could vote in. So it was really important and I was involved in other student groups, but I was also getting assigned a lot of political articles, like a lot of the um, pitches I, were, I was getting were about uh, Wisconsin politics, Madison politics politics in particular, which I'm not sure if the audience really knows, but it can get really interesting, really confusing um, and hard to navigate. I learned so much from that, particularly from the interviews I had to do with people who were from the opposite side of the political spectrum as me. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Uh, during this past year, like given the way things were, the polarizing politics, I think a lot of people like start like got into it and uh, did research, follow the news and form their own opinions. I appreciate you, you know, sharing the thoughts and your experiences with us. Thank you so much for taking the time and being on the show and having this uh, great conversation with me. As you take on the new role at the Badger Herald, I wish you the best of luck. Hi, Savannah. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Before we begin our conversation today, would you please uh, introduce yourself a little bit and tell us uh, what do you do at the Badger Herald? Yeah, 
So I'm Savannah Kind. Um, I've been with the Herald for about three years now. Um, this upcoming year, I'll be managing editor, which is pretty exciting. Um, but I'll be a senior as well. So it sounds like you've been with the Herald for quite some time now. And um, what made you join the Badger Herald in the first place? Yeah, so I actually had um, a friend that was involved in the Badger Herald that kind of originally got me interested in joining um, Mary, who was last year's managing editor. We were friends my freshman year. And she always had such a great time. And I knew I was interested in writing, but didn't know exactly if it was something I wanted to get more involved in, but she kind of convinced me into joining, and I've kind of made it a big part of my life ever since then. Yeah, I'm glad uh, you and Mary, uh, like Mary brought you in, you know, um, the friendship, and I'm glad that you are able to uh, make more friends uh, through the Herald. I feel like that's that's really special because I had the similar experience where I started writing uh, the summer of 2020 and and even though it was during quarantine even though it was remote um, I still made a lot of friends at the Herald and I think um, all Heralders can agree that we're um, the Badger Herald is like one big family and we're all very supportive of each, of each other so as you said you have been with the Herald for three years right three years yes okay what was your most memorable I guess, like, most memorable article you have written for the Herald? Honestly, one of my most memorable articles is probably my first one. I um, wrote about student financial aid, and um, that was a really cool experience. I got to interview someone I was friends with, and then, like, interview students and things like that. And so it's kind of for the first time, like, hearing student stories and kind of showcasing, like, their experiences with our financial aid office and, like, how that's been going and, like, just the struggles of funding your time at the university was really cool and kind of gave me an eye or, like, an understanding for what I wanted to do with my writing and um, kind of, like, showing what's going on in our campus and, like, how, um, like, what stories I wanted to highlight and things like that and, like, you know, giving a voice to different students um, was really exciting at the time um, and still is and kind of like I guess got me hooked on writing for the Herald here. So as a experienced Herolder, what are some other things that you would like to share with the audience? I would say maybe I would just like to talk about like how important it is to be aware of like what's going on on campus and just and, like broadly within the city of Madison. I feel like being a news writer has really taught me to like, like look around and like stay up to date on what's going on. And there's so many things like constantly happening, like new bills going through city council or like ASM and SSFC are super important to your experience as a student. And they decide and advocate for so many different issues and like deal with so much funding. I think had I not been a news person, I wouldn't say that I wouldn't be aware of it, but I might not have been, I guess, like as focused in on what was going on. So I guess just staying up to date on like what, especially at the campus level with ASM and SFC, just especially like last year's meetings really showed just what what they have the power to do via funding, with funding different organizations on campus, and then what they're able to advocate for, um, as well as at the city level, because a lot of a lot of stuff goes on at the city level as well. So just uh, I would encourage students who aren't already active on uh, what's going on to. Maybe check out the Herald coverage, but also just broadly um, stay engaged with what's going on because um, 
so many different things are happening all the time. It's a very interesting world. <laughs> I I definitely agree with that. And as you as you just said, you know, as a student reporter, you're aware of what's going on. So, what role, like in your opinion, what role uh, do universities and colleges play in terms of letting its students become informed uh, citizens? I think that university is a big opportunity for students to kind of get away from their original home bubbles and kind of develop opinions on things that are maybe different than what their parents had originally raised them on. So you kind of, you get pulled out of kind of the bubble you grew up in, which I think is a big part of it. Um, And definitely like, you know, meeting new people, taking new classes gives you opportunity to learn new things as well, which I think probably is um, each part of it, joining new clubs like joining the Herald or for me, I guess that was a big thing that, you know, changed my perspective on a lot of things. But there's a lot of other clubs and organizations I think that people get the opportunity to do that they might not have had before or take classes they never had the opportunity to take and meeting new people that I think probably plays a big role in expanding their horizons or maybe changing their opinions or just helping them grow as people, probably. Yeah, I definitely agree uh, that universities and colleges like provide a lot of new opportunities for many students and like you said you know they're pulling them out of their um bubble or i guess what we could call comfort zone to challenge uh themselves to be more open-minded and you know learn to listen to different opinions i think that's definitely a big part of it well savannah i think that's it thank you so much for uh sharing uh, your thoughts uh, with us today and with the audience. I really appreciate it. You taking the time to do this. Yeah, no, it was great. It was great talking to you and a great to talk about my time at the Herald as well. Thank you. So hi Scott, uh, thank you so much uh, for joining me here on the podcast and welcome to the show. Um, before we start our conversation, would you please uh, introduce yourself and uh, tell us a little bit more about what you do at the Badger Hair? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, for I mean, first off, my name is Scott McInerney. Um, I am a rising junior. I'll be a junior this fall. It's funny, I never know how to fully explain that when it's like the summer. I just started using rising, rising junior, um, just finished sophomore year. I'm a double major in chemistry and life science communications. So I'm kind of looking at science writing and um, I mean, also chemistry, I'm still very interested in, but the, the path that I've kind of started going down is a lot of science communication, which is why I've started, uh, picked up the role of, I um, will be one of two of the two science news editors next starting, well, starting this summer, but mainly starting next fall. Um, and yeah, as you can imagine, like, because that's my major, like, that's something that is really right up my alley. I'm really excited about that opportunity. I've really enjoyed learning about science communication and just getting to share 
what I learn in terms of science uh, as a student. Um, it, and, you know, I meet a lot of, I interview a lot of scientists and a lot of them are really well-spoken. And so those interviews go great. And a lot of that has been a lot of this um, exploration of this field has come through the Badger Herald. Um, the science news section is new as of last spring. It started in 2021. I joined that section as a writer last spring and I wrote a few articles for them. I really enjoyed it, had some really great interviews. And then I just kind of kept going down this path of science news. That's awesome. Um, I'm happy that you can sort of live out your passion uh, at the Herald and yeah. So as a chemistry and life science communication, you know, major and most students at the Herald are journalism or social sciences, what made you uh, interested in the Herald and essentially join the Herald as a writer? I've enjoyed writing all my life. Um, I've sort of, you know, picked it up ever since like grade school. Um, I was, you know, writing little stories as, you know, as like a third grader, but the, then that evolved more into in high school, I was a part of the school newspaper. I actually ended up being the editor in chief of our school newspaper called The Greyhound. And that was something I really enjoyed. Um, I loved being on like a consistent writing schedule because, you know, every, it was like, I would write something every month and every month I would you know, be able to just sort of get to learn about something new and, and you know, get my own um, work published. Um, that was something I loved. Um, and I was really, I, I was, didn't pursue that my freshman year of college, but then sophomore year um, hit and I said, um, you know, that's something I really missed that um, was going well in my life. So I decided to just reach out to the Badger Herald, um, which I knew was the student, one of one of the two student newspapers. And I just, um, I know somebody, I had, I had a friend that was on it. Um, and so I just decided to reach out and get that consistent writing schedule back. And I'm very happy I did that. It really turned into a great opportunity for me. So as you start writing and then becoming an editor, I'm sure you have uh, written some pieces that are very memorable. So what are some of your, I wanna say most interesting, but like most memorable uh, article that you have written at the Herald? Yeah, so as you know, a lot of my writing is now science-based and a lot of that can become really technical. So, you know, some things that I do find interesting as I learn myself, it's a challenge to make interesting that's what i hope to do is to make it interesting for everybody um but uh regardless um, of that i at the end of last spring i wrote uh, an article a story about the um hilldale award winners here at uw madison and that was an incredible um very memorable piece for me to write um i I wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't even planning on writing that week. And then um, I got the opportunity and, you know, it, the Hilldale Awards go to very um, highly regarded um, faculty here at UW-Madison, high, um, um, very accomplished. And so they've, I got to interview, there are four um, winners um, in a bunch of different departments and I got to 
interview those four winners. Uh, like I said earlier, scientists I've learned are so well-spoken. And, and so, you know, these interviews were just, it was incredible getting to listen to their stories and hear about their whole career. You know, a lot of them have been doing their work, focusing on this field for 30 plus years. Um, one of them has been doing tobacco um, addiction research and prevention for 30 years. And I think that's just incredible work. It was just great getting to learn about what they were doing. And I really enjoyed writing that article. Another one I did a couple years ago, or not a couple years ago, last, like November, I think it was, um, was just a piece on vaccine trials, COVID vaccine trials. That's what kind of, it was one of my earlier um, science pieces, like um, focusing on science, which I um, really enjoyed writing because it was obviously really applicable at the time. People wanna know about um, these vaccines that were coming out. So I really enjoyed getting to uh, sort of go behind the scenes at what's happening and be able to deliver that message too. Oh, those are, those sounds like great experiences for you. Um, glad to hear you're able to get those experiences, um, internalizing them and then um, report on it. I'm sure um, a lot of the people appreciated your articles. So how long have you been with the Herald? Yeah, so I joined last fall. So okay. since October, September, right. October of 2020. So almost almost a year. Yeah. Uh, almost in, a this, year. in this uh, past year-ish uh, time, what are some other things, what are some other things that you would like to uh, share with the audience? You know, it's, you were talking about earlier, you know, the, the Herald's are, great family and, you know, a great place to go for your own self-improvement. And that's something I can agree with. And I've only seen it from the outside um, uh, because of COVID. I haven't, I've been in the office like twice only. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm still waiting to get the better or not the better, but the best out of my Badger Herald experience because of COVID, but I'm think I'm looking forward to this semester where I'll be able to do more in-person stuff and really get to know everybody. You know, it's been, it, it's 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 a great thing to take me away from school. I feel like it's 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 sort of like my own personal projects almost. And you know, a lot of being a student, you know, is just stacking up work that you're doing for school, and it, it's it's really nice to have the Badger Herald. I'm, I'm so happy to hear that because um, I was an opinion editor for the spring semester, uh, but as I take on the PR, the co-PR director role, um, I had to leave the editorial department, which was really sad, but I'm also excited for what the current role brings. As I was telling you earlier, um, I started the podcast in March. Uh, 2021, just mm -hmm. a little over uh, three months ago, and the program has grown in ways that I wouldn't ever imagine. Happy surprises, and yeah, it's been it's been quite a journey, and definitely wouldn't I like this program would not have been here even more for people like you who are willing to be interviewed and talk about these things. So I really appreciate you being here and sharing all those things. I um, really appreciate you having made this podcast. I think it's really an awesome project. Um, 
So yeah. thank you. I appreciate that. And as you take on, uh, as you transition from being a writer and an editor, I wish you the best of luck. Uh, it's definitely interesting. I, I think, you know, I have made that transition myself and it's definitely interesting to see um, how things go and where things could lead you. Um, yeah, yeah, so I wish you the best as you yeah. take on the new role and um, continue this journey with the Badger Herald. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, um, I wish you the best going forward with this. I'm glad to hear it's been expanding. Um, I'm very happy to be involved with it. All right, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. To our listeners, thank you for tuning in today. If you have any suggestions, comments, or questions about our program, please contact us at podcast at badgerherald.com. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Please stay tuned for more episodes. I'm your host, Ken, at the Badger Herald. This is the Badger Herald Podcast. Till next time.